Welcome to the Creative ITC Masterclass Series. Hi everyone, I'm Sarah Glastonbury, Creative's Group Marketing Manager, and I'm joined today by our Managing Director, Keith Alley. Today's podcast is about the good, the bad and the ugly of IT monitoring. So in true Spaghetti Western style, we'll look at how Creative's customers have gone about it, lessons learned along the way, and how to better protect your IT without spending a fistful of dollars. So Keith, let's shoot from the hip and start with the bad and the ugly. What IT monitoring baddies do customers tend to come up against? Thanks, Sarah. Um, Monitoring is often referred to as the neglected child of IT. (laughs) Yet in today's hyper-connected digital world, it's more critical than ever. Yeah. Surprisingly, many organisations spend heavily on resilience and disaster recovery, but overlook the relatively small investment that should be made in monitoring. Okay. Similarly, very few technical teams have people dedicated to the role, so it's left as an afterthought. Or monitoring is handed down as another task on top of someone's busy day job, often because IT headcount and resources are under pressure. So, the first hurdle is acknowledging the importance of IT monitoring across the business then. What other barriers do customers encounter? Well, one of the most common issues is lack of visibility across the full IT estate, the elusive single pane of glass. Mm-hmm. Over time, monitoring becomes fractured and ineffective because it involves lots of tools or worse still, because it only covers certain elements rather than every point of infrastructure, all of which duplicates effort. For example, you might have two engineers separately troubleshooting the application and the network and another employee troubleshooting their PC at home when the root cause of the fault is a problem with a SQL server. Mm, Really? This can quickly snowball into an even bigger problem. Too much noise. You get to the point where you're drowning under a constant barrage of false alerts. Mm -hmm. For example, every time an access point exceeds its threshold, simply because a user turns their PC on and off. So the IT team end up chasing shadows and wasting time. Conversely, someone may have added a new server or replaced a piece of hardware and just assumed it's being monitored then there's a problem and you miss it because you haven't kept up with the change. Thanks, Keith. So enough of the bad and the ugly. Let's talk about the good now. What does monitoring best practice really look like amongst Creative's customers? Well, many of our customers are taking a different approach. Previously, they used monitoring as an early warning system. It told them that there could be an issue with a particular component, but not what the potential fallout might be to the business. Mm, Interesting. For example... What happens if a certain WAN link, router or switch fail? How will that affect sales, customer service, finance, HR, the company's website? The list is endless. What we're seeing now is a much smarter strategy where our customers tie together IT components using dependency mapping so they can see the interrelationships at the infrastructure level and the real impact a component failure would have on user experience. That's powerful. And how do they take that approach forward? Well, once they've mapped dependencies, they're then able to build a proper dashboard to correlate and mitigate those risks more effectively. Ah. So they're no longer managing bits of a business service. They're managing it across all points, database, application, network, server, storage. That's the end-to-end vision that they've never had before. Can you share any other words of wisdom from your experiences with creative customers? Well, I can try. There are other obvious gotchas to watch out for. 
We've already discussed the importance of consolidating monitoring into one unified solution. The other thing you need to think carefully about is how and where you deploy it. For example, hosting the monitoring software on-site isn't necessarily the best idea because if the fault occurs at your data center, you'll lose access. Ah, interesting. That's why many customers are now switching to cloud-based monitoring, which in turn opens up extra benefits. Can you expand on that last point? Why is cloud-based monitoring becoming more attractive and what does that business case look like? Sure. Um, I can share some examples from customers using Creative's managed monitoring service. In pretty much every case, their primary reason for moving to monitoring as a service was to lower the chance of outages and downtime. For instance, by increasing IT visibility and insight into equipment at end of life or outside warranty and support, they were also looking to reduce false positive alerts, one of the biggest time wasters for IT operation staff. Really? Other business case benefits included savings from staff productivity and support costs, releasing internal resources for more strategic work, improving IT inventory and capacity planning data, and better prioritisation of IT planning and investment decisions. That's great. Thanks, Keith. If you'd like to explore ways to get more from your IT monitoring, please visit our website at creative-itc.com. 